all of us already know everything we need to know to be successful. Probably the most fired up I've seen you get about a particular to- about know. a particular topic. Um, the doing things that don't scale. This is like the startup mo- uh, mantra. It's the motto. Like everybody's read Paul Graham's mm-hmm. essay about doing things that don't scale, but like a lot of people don't actually do it, uh, or they say to you like, "But does this scale?" Exactly. This is your this is your pet rock when it comes to startups. Super pet rock. Like you said, everyone knows. Uh, everyone has read that by now, and everyone kind of knows it. But like, um, every, all of us already know everything we need to know to be successful. You know everything, right? If you want to be successful losing weight, you already know the secret: eat less, exercise more. Everybody knows. Uh, or you knowing, can find it. Or you, or you can, can find, find it. it. Yeah, but it's not even finding. I think now, like everyone kind of in, implicitly knows these things uh, deep down. Uh, so it's not a knowing problem. It's a doing problem. It's an adherence problem. It's a, it's probably why there's so many books on, on building habits, right? Because it's like, how do you actually implement these things? Right. Okay. So, so everybody knows that they have to do things that don't scale mm-hmm. and that's just like the thing. Yeah. But yet everybody's at their computers every day trying to find ways to like growth hack this yeah. or Shortcuts. automate this. Yeah. Um, why did, why does that happen? I think it's it's uh, sexy. It's uh, a mirage that everyone buys into, right? A lie, a mirage, a dream of just like everyone wants to think that there's some 10x, 100x kind of secret formula that people know that um, only a few people know that they don't know. But right. that's not the case. Or or, they, or like, okay, if you're starting a company, you might get your first 10 to 20 customers by doing the things that don't yeah. scale. But then one day you're going to like do something and then you're going to, you know. It's a magic pill. You're going to take a magic pill and it's going to like be 100x your business. Yeah. But it's never been that way. I think we all, it's, you know, it's easy. It's the Hollywood story. It's kind of the myths that we get sold every day about like shortcuts, quick, overnight success, Mm -hmm. lottery tickets, Mm -hmm. you know, it's all those things. Uh, It's like, why do we buy lottery tickets? You know, like I think I was listening to something that uh, someone recently, that someone said that, you know, if they were to show a 30-second clip for every person who lost in a lottery, it would take nine years to watch all the person in one single lottery drawing. Not in all of them, one. Right. Right? Uh, so we don't hear all those stories. We hear the one story that went through. And the same thing on, uh, on startups. And so people are looking for secrets. And, uh, and then the secret, my secret is keep doing the things that don't scale. So you're, it's like the, the, it's basically like the things that don't scale – those are the things that are actually going to help you scale. Yeah, that's the thing that I say all the time. The key to, uh, to scaling is to focus on the things that don't scale, which you know kind of scrambles everyone's brains. Like uh, everyone wants to use a new tool. They want to use uh, the more product managing they are or businessy they are. They want to use uh, Trello, spreadsheets, this process, frameworks, all those kind of nonsense. And uh, instead, because uh, they see the things that are one-on-one as being the things that don't scale, but like building relationships and 
building a business is about building relationships with the customers or with the people that you work with and building relationships are one-to-one right and the the tool so you mentioned that like people have this uh they want to use all these tools and all these like mm-hmm. you know and every zapier thing you can think of mm-hmm. and automate the whole process which is great like we do a lot of that stuff for sure, sure. Tim Ferriss the world they want to Tim Ferriss the world for, for sure the four-hour business right yes. the four-hour ipo yes exactly <laughs> um but but your whole thing is like that stuff just makes things super complicated sometimes where if you just like said, screw it, I'm going to throw out all my notes and all my mm-hmm. Trello boards and I'm going to call up 10 customers and that's all I'm going to do this week. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? Yeah, I think that's the thing that uh, gets me the most fired up about it is that it's not only a waste of time, a huge waste of time to focus on all these like, um, you know, things that scale but it's actually keeping you from getting the answer that you seek, right? Like the answer that you seek is not looking at some rearview mirror dashboard that has very little data in it, especially if you're small. It's actually getting out there, talking to customers, hearing them, talking to the people on your team, like one-on-one just listening to them. And uh, that's the stuff that you need to get to. That's the secret stuff, right? That's the stuff that helps you scale. It's not dashboards and gauges and yeah. reports but the other misconception it might be that um the things that don't scale has to be some like you know your team found out some way to send some secret like surprise package to some <laughs> customer yeah. like mm-hmm. it really it, i think the thing that a lot of people get screwed up is it's just like no it, it, the things that don't sc- the things that they think don't scale are taking the time to like Reply to everyone that mentions you on Twitter. Totally. Right? Be a fucking person, Reply man. Reply to every yeah. person that reviews a podcast. Totally. Reply, like, be a real human when you send email. Exactly. And then because everyone else is focused on that shit that scales, yeah. supposedly, yeah. like, you stand out even more, right? Because they don't expect it. Yeah. Like, one of the things, like, you, you said from day one, you're like, I don't want to see any highly designed marketing emails. Like, mm-hmm. plain text is the way to go. Yeah. And every week I get responses from people that are like, this sounds like a real person. I'm like, yeah, it is a real person. Like I wrote this. They totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, we talk about it uh, all the time at Drift here. It's just like we always go back and forth and say one-on-one, one-on-one because every win that that we chalk up is comes from this one-on-one thing that everyone looks at and say, you know, they say that won't scale. We say we're going to double down on on one one right they say they say it's not going to scale we say we'd rather talk to five customers than automate something that reaches a thousand people absolutely you'll learn more in 20 minutes talking to customers one-on-one than you would looking at some weird dashboards that usually don't have enough sample uh to be significant to probably the big things that you're missing are things that you probably can't even measure, right? Because there are probably things that are not even in your product, not even in your business today. Yeah. So you can't even measure them. Well, well, the super data-driven, well, we're all data-driven, okay? First of sure. all, caveat. Sure. But somebody's going to listen to this and say, okay, but if you do the things that don't scale, how do we measure them? Yeah, we measure them. We measure them one by one, right? We see the impact all the time. We're looking at the, I mean, we're data-driven, so... Um, just as much as anyone else, but we have we have a priority, right? Which in our priority is like the custom being customer driven comes before being data driven. Right. The customer becomes before the data. The very last thing is a, being opinion driven, and so we put com- uh, we put the customer ahead of data, right? And we put data ahead of 
our own preferences and our own opinions. But it's like the magic formula is using uh, the customer feedback and then pairing that. Yes, with, with data. data. Yep, and we'll measure that, and we measure everything that we can possibly measure. It's it's about priority. Which one do you wait more? And I will always wait talking to customers directly, talking to people on the team directly, overlooking at a dashboard. Right. So uh, so if I told you like I didn't. I didn't create any content this week. I didn't run any campaigns this week. I just spent my entire week and I talked to 10 customers. Mm-hmm. That would be a good week. Yeah. Say, what did you learn? And if you say nothing, then right. it's a shitty week. Yeah, and it's a shitty week. If you say I learned yeah. a ton, right. then it was a great week. But I think, I think there's a big, uh, I, I think there's a, like, if you talk to 10 to 15 customers, you're going to get nuggets out of there. And then you go look at your data and it's like, damn, this is like the same the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Then, then you're going to have context for the data that you're looking at, right? Yeah. You're not, you're not the, the customer, right? And so like, you don't have the context that the customer can give you when you're looking at your data. All right. So somebody is listening and they don't know if they're doing things that don't scale or mm-hmm. not. What do you, how do you dig in and how do you start doing that? Like, what's the, what's the day one we're, we're going to do, we're going to start thinking about hand to hand combat. Yeah. I love that. Hand to hand combat. That's how I think about it. Uh, what do they have to do? They have to first audit themselves and say, you know, how much time am I spending per week, per day, uh, or as a team are we spending doing the one-on-one stuff? First, are we talking to customers? How often are we doing that? How many people on the team are doing that? Mm-hmm. And then from an t- internal team perspective, if you manage teams or lead teams, then you sit down and think, and think, when was the last time I had a one-on-one with this person on my team, that person on the team? Are we having one-on-ones at least every every two weeks as a team, everyone in the company are they having their time to have one on one time? If not, reset. There's a problem. Get on that. If mm-hmm. you're not talking to customers, ideally every day, reset. Get on that. So this is this sounds easy to say. Like we're an early stage company, people yeah. that are listening, but you've also applied this at thousand employee companies. Totally, and, and it because it. It's actually easier to me. It's easier then in a larger company than it is in a smaller company, right? One, we have a smaller customer base as a small company. We're more resource-strapped than a larger company is, right? And uh, a larger company that has sustainable revenue, that has more people and more resources, they can actually afford to spend more time talking to customers, and they have more customers to talk to than a small company. Right, or you can you can basically do like you're talking to customers, but it's every cohort of customers that you want to talk exactly. to. Exactly. And that's what we would do uh, at a larger company is uh, not only are we talking to customers, but we're making sure we're talking to every cohort we can think of. We can talk to lots of prospective customers, and we'd have large amount of sample in prospective customers, former customers, current customers, big customers, small customers, customers in, J- in Japan, customers in Brazil, customers in the U.S. Like that stuff you can't do yeah. as a tiny little company. I think that, all right, let's, let's like, we'll finish with this. The number one thing I think based on, you know, a lot of stuff we've talked about that every company can do to do things that don't scale is have everybody do support. Yeah. Have everyone do support. The next, if you lead a team from, uh, and someone comes to you and says, we need a new process. And you say, why do we need a new process? And they say, because I don't know what Sally's working on. Say, No. We don't need a new process, and we're not going to put in a new process because you don't know what Sally in the marketing department is working on. And they say, well, what are we going to do? And I say, you go talk to Sally, and you need to solve that problem. And a process and a new 
you process, even if it, Sally's in a different time zone, she's across the world, you know, get on Skype, get on Slack, get on something, get on the phone and talk to her. And we're not going to create a process and, or hire people to create a process just because you can't communicate to people. Right. Or the, you know, the same way it's worth, it's worth your time manually looking at every single new lead that comes in, for example, instead oh, yeah. of thinking about automating that always. Totally. Don't rush to automate things. Wait until, uh, until it's painfully obvious that you need to automate those things. And uh, all the time, you know, when people rush to automate things, they automate the wrong things. Right. It's just like because they don't even know what they should be automating or like, why, why don't people use being small to their advantage? Like, isn't that a, isn't that something like, like, you know, aren't we sitting here one day and like w- one day we're going to have, you know, hopefully thousands of employees and mm-hmm. thousands of products Definitely. and tools and, yeah. you know, crap. And we're going to be like, damn, I wish I could go talk to this person. Exactly. I wish I could just go run and talk. Everybody wants to grow up so fast. Yeah. So. No, this is uh, whether you're big or small. You can do stuff today to be talking to people one-on-one, doing the things that don't scale. Those are going to be your secrets. Those are the levers to scale. Focus on the things that don't scale. That's where you learn everything. Cool. So if you, if you only take one thing from this, which is all we want you to do is take one thing yeah, from one every nugget. episode, right? It's that the things that don't scale are the things that are exactly going to be what helps you scale. Exactly. It's like most things. Like It's the contrarian thing. Always go contrarian, right? It's like the things that feel to me like they, do, do, they don't scale, I'm going to double down on those. And I'm keep doubling down on them until they stop working. And that's when you know it's time to automate them when they stop working, right? Uh, and then the things that look like they're easy, uh, easy win, easy way to scale, easy things never work, right? And so don't do those things. Easy things never work. That's true, right? That, that's yeah. true. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode uh, of Seeking Wisdom. Here's what we want you to do. If you agreed with us about doing the things that don't scale, leave us a five-star review on iTunes, right? If you didn't agree with us, then tell us. Exactly. Tell us. 